Flora is perched on the kitchen table, her big blue eyes following me around the room. She's just finished a very long-winded story about a party she and Ryan went to, where Ryan was the only person who refused to wear fancy dress. Ryan thinks fancy dress is gay, apparently. Give me strength. I maintain a diplomatic silence. I've discovered that's the best way of dealing with the matter of my daughter's inappropriate boyfriend. If I were to voice an opinion, that he has all the charm of a dead haddock, for instance, she'd go back to giving me the sanitised PR version of Ryan. The dear leader version, as Simon calls it. Like she did in the beginning, when it became obvious what Simon and I thought of him. At least this way, I get to hear the truth. Even if the price is that I have to swallow my own tongue at times. So I nod and murmur appreciatively and start wondering, oh, the guilt, how soon I'll be able to switch her off. That's the problem with Skyping. You can never get away. There's some old friend or family member on the screen on your table or the arm of the sofa, and you've had a lovely chat, but now you're running out of things to talk about. And because they can see everything that's going on, you can't invent a saucepan boiling over or a ring at the door or any of the normal things that end a conversation. So, there's an awkward pause while you come up with something else to say, and try to stop yourself thinking about the million and one things you really ought to be getting on with. The other problem with Skyping is, and I know this makes me sound as if I come from the Jurassic era, that you can see the other person. The other day, I was thinking about how Simon and I never Skype, even though he's always away. Of course, that's partly to do with us both being so ridiculously busy, but really, I realised, it's more to do with the business of sitting there looking at each other. Even though we'd been married all these years, it made us both uncomfortable the couple of times we tried it. It's so intimate. When we first got together, we used to spend hours sitting across from each other in cafes and pubs, playing with each other's feet under the table while we put the world to rights. But what couple who've been married nearly thirty years still gaze into each other's eyes when they talk? There's something unnatural about it. Awkward. I found myself focusing on the collar of his shirt, or the wayward lock of hair he kept smoothing back with his hand. I don't actually want to be able to see the people I'm talking to. It's distracting. While Flora launches into yet another long-winded story, I'm looking at her frizz of hair and thinking, yet again, how much better it would look if she had it cut. Nothing extreme, just a little bit of shaping. And I'm looking at her desk in the architectural firm where she works as a PA, and noticing, with a bit of a wince, that she has some kind of cuddly toy on there. No doubt bought by Ryan in a petrol station somewhere. And I'm looking at her clothes, and wanting to cut through her story and shout, colour block, or texture, or layering, or any of the other stupid things overbearing mothers want to say to their grown-up daughters but don't dare. It's a kind of maternal Tourette's, I suppose. Instead, I tell her I have to be getting to the gym. This isn't technically a lie. I do have a class. Flora doesn't need to know. It doesn't actually start for another hour and a half. Then... We have that awkward Skype goodbye moment, where neither of us wants to be the first to click on disconnect. Silly, isn't it? It ought to be a straightforward technological act. 
Lean forward, press, gone. Yet it feels like an emotional rejection. At the gym, I tried to concentrate. Into the half moon and hold. Yowl. While my body obediently contorts itself, as instructed by the new, rather Germanic instructor of Hatha Yoga, Advanced Wednesdays, my mind keeps itself busy. One, book Pierre's for book club Christmas lunch. Just let them try to tell me there aren't any tables left in September. Two, research printers for Simon's study. Criminal, those ink cartridge prices. Three, Ring round for history tutor recommendations. Surely one of the other mothers must know someone, preferably someone who doesn't smell of wee like the last one.